Welcome, everybody, to episode 95 of the Misspelled Podcast. 95. It's a new year, 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody had a great uh, holiday. Got through it, not too hungover today. Um, yeah, we're going to wait for Matt to join us, and then we're going to talk uh, Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel. Um, should be a good one. I love the movie. Spoilers. It's a good movie, so we're going to talk about it. And, um, yeah, dive into what we did over the New Year's and our break, and talk a little bit about the next couple of weeks of the pod, because this is one of the last ones to ever be on Instagram. Here's Matt. Here's me. Where's Matt? Look at that. He's so beautiful. I, I am? Man, I didn't sleep well at all for the last day. My day, my, I'm like so tired. It's fine. Well, I'm hungover and yeah. shit, so it's good night. Oh, boy. I'm assuming you had a good night last night? Yeah, it, was, it was fun. I, uh, we just, you know, just three of us kind of hung out, played some video games and stuff. It's crazy. Nice. That sounds pretty fun. I drank for the first time in four months, and I regret it. Nah. That's funny. Yeah, I did. I was actually just going to ask Ryan if he had... Uh, Lazarito says, did you hear about Jeremy Renner? He, no. I guess he was like... He has like some ranch, I guess, somewhere, and like they got hit with a real bad snowfall, and he was like plowing, and he had an accident. He's in critical condition. Jesus! Well, yeah, yeah, I think it just happened or like it happened today at some point, but I think the news thing just went out like like recently, like well, in the last couple hours. So I don't like pretty crazy, eh? That. Yeah, an hour ago. Critical but stable condition. So like probably like a heart attack or something, you would assume. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, I was wondering if maybe the plow like stumbled down a hill or something like that right like he was the one actually plowing it so like yeah yeah hello blake happy griggs. New year's. griggs happy new year's happy new year's right yeah you too buddy uh cheers i uh i hope uh, uh everybody had a great safe holiday other than jeremy redder who currently did not have a safe holiday it's not I funny, it's a- but- <laughs> no i mean that's, that's a scary part right it's like you never know it's know. fucking crazy so yeah man i know that's uh hopefully he's okay but yeah that's crazy thing to start start with so light blue ranger any recommendations for pulling 3d models from video games yeah i don't do any 3d stuff at all man so everything's by hand for me i play a lot of video games but that doesn't help you so you can't help us with that come on i mean i'm my art abilities are that of about a one and a half year old so I hung out. Um, we hung out with Megan yesterday, uh, Kate's friend Megan, you know. Yep. And uh, she was like telling me about because I was telling her how I want to start three D, like designing. Like this yeah. year, I want to kind of get into it a little bit, just get my feet wet. And we were talking about like realism and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, there's this art class that you can like just drop in at." And uh, she's like, "We should go. We should all go and do that. That'd be fun." So I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I'll do that. Because I haven't drawn in, like, fucking forever. I mean, I can't remember the last time. But you but, are, like, artistic as fuck. So I'm, I'm not, sure you'll be able to 
I'm you not, are. I'm not saying that I'm not artistic because that doesn't make any sense with what I do, but it's just like, it's not, it doesn't like come naturally to me. That's the thing, right? Like, sure. But like, you have natural talent in like art. Like, you're, you're a musician. You can like paint, you can draw, you like, you have those natural abilities. You just don't practice them well enough to like keep them home. Yeah. Even when I was drawing regularly, which has been like it's been since like high school, probably. Yeah. But even when I was, I wasn't good. Like I was okay, but I wasn't good. So it takes practice, brother. That's all. Yeah, dog. I ain't got time. I have for that no art abilities whatsoever. So I got this really fun figure this week, and I'm I've been playing with it for the last week. That's right. I know, right? Like <laughs> Thank you, boy. What up? Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year, sir. Santa's uh -huh. note checking his list. He's like, you. You, need, you motherfucker. Yeah. You need a, like, a, a mythical figures, um, like, shelf where you got, like, uh, Jesus. What's the face? Uh, <laughs> Jesus from fucking, uh, Oh, South Park? No, well, that, that would work too. I was thinking uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, oh, yeah, Buddy, Buddy Christ. Buddy Jesus, yeah. yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Love Buddy Christ. That'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah, what did, did you guys just stay home for New Year's? Yeah, we just hung out at home. and I mean, that's good. I like, I prefer that, right? So, yeah. But we hung out at home. Yeah. We, like, I, I went to Kate's, I went to my in-laws again. Kate stayed there for the whole week, so I was home for a couple of days without her um nice. got a bunch of shit done which was good it's like a productive week but not very relaxing because i was trying to get a shit ton done so yeah yeah you know how i roll baby i know i know you're always a busy boy i uh i mean i didn't watch much this week either because i just work was hell for three days and then uh yeah, yeah. i didn't watch it i just i did watch a little bit but i didn't watch a, a lot we watched uh we watched an episode of uh there are two episodes tonight of White Lotus again, so picking back up on that. It's pretty good so far. We're going into episode five, and it's pretty good. So. Ten? Uh, hard to say. Uh, not that I'm not enjoying it. It's just like <clears throat> I feel like this is one of those ones that, like, the pay like as I, I told you, right? It kind of starts with like what happens, and then it backtracks until you get back to that point. Yeah. So yeah. it's like we already know that someone's gonna end up dead in the water. So uh, um, I don't know. I I don't know how to place it right now because, like, like I said, it's just it's you're still piecing the puzzles together. It's intriguing enough that I'm like interested. So I guess that's yeah. a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody raves about it so much that it's like I don't know. I, I would like to get into it, but uh, I just haven't had time this week. So yeah. Well, I'll let you, I'll give you another update next week. I'm sure by then we'll either have finished it or yeah. gotten pretty Maybe close, I'll try so. to, get to get through it this week. I just, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've been in a weird mood where, like, I just haven't been in the mood to do anything, really. Like, it's mm -hmm. just, like, TVs aren't, TV shows aren't scratching the itch. Gaming is not scratching the itch. Like, it's just like, ah, I don't know really what I want to do. So I, nice. I, I watched more Friends. That was about it. Nice. I watched some more, uh, uh, always sunny this week as well just in while i was customizing I so watched a few episodes too yeah i watched the christmas ones uh and then uh 
Yeah, man. Frank coming out of that fucking couch, dude. Oh, so good. So, like, so fucking funny. The fact that they can get Danny DeVito at his age to do some of this shit is just like fucking wild. I love the. I watched the one afterwards too, uh, close to it. I think it was maybe two after, and it's like the one where he tries to marry Roxy, that the whore or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And at the yeah. end, then he's like, <laughs> he's like, you serviced, or what do you say? He's like, you serviced my heart, not just my heart, but my crank or something. Frank's yeah. <laughs> the best. I, I mean, that show is just. Too damn good. Um, I can't, can't wait for the new season. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it'll be the first time, like, really, when the season was upcoming, where I like have been up to date. So, right, yeah, watching was, as it airs or whatever. Yeah, because I was still watching it. I think I was on like season nine or something when the last season came out. So, yeah, they're definitely slowing down, but I think it's just because. Like, they have other shows going yeah. on, and Charlie's doing movies and shit. And I like, definitely you know. get the vibe that Charlie wants to stop. Like, he was on Smart well, a while ago, and, uh, like, as season... Which one of we We're going into season 16, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they were, I think, as season 15 was start just starting, they were like, oh, oh so you're going to do another few seasons of Sunny? And he's like, well, he's like, we're going to do one, and then we'll see. I don't know. I know that. They signed a. I don't know how long they're signed for. Like a couple of years ago, they signed for a bunch more seasons, but oh. I, I'm not sure. It might be up to sixteen. I'm not sure. Um, the thing is, is like you could stop and then you could like come back like five yeah. years later, and everyone would still be just as amped. So like, well, it's I, not like it's. A- I think. I think the problem is Danny DeVito, right? Like they don't know how long Danny's yeah, going to be around for. He's getting up there in age, yeah. and like. Yeah. You know, knock on wood, Danny lasts forever, but like I think they want to kind of uh, you know use him while they have him rather yeah. than you know not. But yeah, I know like um, Glenn was talking like a few years ago, like he basically look that episode where like he leaves with his like wife or whatever that he had in another city, yeah. and like that first episode of the new season when he does he's not in that episode like the rumors during that off season there was like he was not coming back to the show right i remember that and yeah then, so they, like he just come back and it, they just resume like nothing yeah nothing happened yeah <laughs> but like the whole the whole off season he was like yeah like i might not come back to the show and like blah 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 blah, blah. so like i don't know if like maybe they're all kind of like eh, we'll see but yeah i think that's also why they like they're kind of diversifying like what they do and like all sure. have multiple shows and all do other things so that yeah. if sunny ends they can just you know merge into other things but they have something on that yeah like something lined up yeah but i think i don't know like i look at it from my perspective obviously of like not being an actor or anything but like it's really just hanging out with your friends and being yep. creative and like i think that part's fun like i'm sure it's a lot of work and it's tough yeah. but it's like i i remember like in high school doing media arts and stuff with friends and like making short films and everything like that and i love doing that that was my favorite part of the school was like we just write stupid shit down and then fucking film it and it was like oh this is a blast like we're just making each other laugh for hours at a time but um i'm sure it's a lot harder at that like level of like oh you got to deal with a studio and a production you know office and all that kind of stuff but then a budget and other you know whatever but um yeah, 16 seasons is nothing to, you know. Well, 
They've been on like the air the longest amount of years, I think, like of all shows, right? Or something of like that. Sitcoms, like, yeah. Sitcoms, yeah. Live action sitcoms. They're, they're the longest running, like year wise, for sitcoms, but not like obviously they only episodes, do like no, they only do like ten episodes a season. Yeah. So it's like it's not really even close, probably. I, but like I'm okay with that because it's it's kind of like South Park too, right? Where it's like. Yeah. You know, th- those earlier seasons of South Park were like, you know, 16 to 18 episodes a season. And then it kind of got down to like 12. And now they're kind of at like, you know, six to eight. And it's like, yeah, you know, that, like, I just, that's they, funny though. Me too. The thing is, yeah. is even the six to eight, there's usually a couple stinkers in the bunch. So it's like, yeah, you know, if you were just going to fill it up with filler and it's all shit anyways, then like, I'd rather just get good stuff. You know what I mean? Or like, the color totally. versions of what we're getting so and like if you look like uh curb your enthusiasm right like he'll larry david will like take two years off between seasons like that's the show that like it's sporadic it comes yep. back when he feels like when doing it to. when he has good ideas to make it happen and i think sony could definitely do that like you yeah. were saying like yeah they could take three years off and come back and just oh we got some great ideas yeah. like let's get go back to it you don't even have um, to give a reason why it's back you can just no. pick it up like that's the thing is like if you can make a character totally change at the end of the season and then just come back and no questions asked right. like you can do anything yeah. they can just show up and the next th- from the last episode to the next one, they've aged for age 15 years. And like, right. no one would think anything of it. It's just like, oh, it's funny. Back. Well, even like the season where Rob's bad, right? Like, he, they don't even touch on it until like halfway through the season the last, of why yeah. Rob got bad. Like, <laughs> and I love that premise of just like, that's the one him coming up with the idea of like, everybody should get fat during the off season. That's the one I left off on yesterday was the one where him and Dennis go to get bl- the blood tests or whatever. And he finds yeah. out he has. He's like, I have diabetes. <laughs> you stop saying diabetes. <laughs> yeah, that show's amazing. Um, so good. Yeah, I, I've been watching clips online of uh, the podcast and stuff because I usually listen to it. So the show's fucking funny. Yeah, but they're great. They're um, so funny. Anything else you, you watch? watch? Yeah, I watched. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, I think we talked about what i watched at christmas because the last time we were on was right after christmas right yeah what else did i watch or something well, else I well i mean i watched glass onion which was fantastic yes um i'm trying to think of what else there was i think there was something else but it's just slipping my mind right now oh, i watched the circle too the new season of the circle the reality okay. show i like on netflix oh nice. Uh, nice. came out with four episodes i, I love that show I, I know i know it's dumb i love my reality tv i can't help it you do love reality TV. There's it's terrible. That. It's it's just a train wreck, but it's just something that, like, for some reason, just turns my brain off, and I can just focus on it, and it's great. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. this isn't really like a, something I watch. More of just um, the other day, like, I keep getting bugged by YouTube to like sign up for a trial or whatever of YouTube Premium. Same. So they had like a three month one the other day, so I was like, all right, let's fucking do this. We'll sign up. So you signed up, and so fucking nice to just have youtube at your fingertips and not have to wait anything but it's 15.99 a month to keep it it's way too expensive just for no ads on youtube the problem is too is they just got the rights i don't know if it's canada but definitely in the states to uh uh football right 
rights next season, like uh, Directv oh, so gave up their rights. The games on, no. on YouTube. Oh, for the show, like for the sport, like the actual NFL. Yeah. So games are going to be on YouTube. That's crazy. That's a cool idea. So, so like, their t- their like YouTube TV and whatever is, I guarantee, is going to get very pricey because they just, I think they spent like three billion dollars on the rights or something like that, like something crazy. Um. So yeah. Damn, son. So like. Uh, DirecTV didn't want to pay it off anybody. So like, TV's dead now. Like, I mean, it's nobody's yeah. gonna pay for fucking satellite or whatever. No. But if you can get your um, football on YouTube, they're not gonna. Right. Especially right. those people who are like obsessed about football, and it's like, you know, right. Like Canada, I use uh, a thing called the Zone. It's like Canada's version of like Sunday Ticket, basically, where it has every football game. Um, oh, okay. And it's like. 25 bucks a month so i could see youtube doing something like that where it's like yeah you can get sunday ticket and it's going to cost you 25 bucks a month like the sports stuff like a different membership like they may yeah yeah but i think that's where they want to branch into right it's like what happens if all of a sudden you're getting like ufc pay-per-views on youtube or like um you know, soccer matches or whatever from like Europe that you can't get on normal television here. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden it's on YouTube, you know? Um, well, the thing is, is they could still have ad supported content. There'd be a lot of people I bet that could just would pay to just watch football with sure. the ads. But that's what I think is like, it's like, like the Netflix model, right? Of like now Netflix has a, a, the ad tier or whatever. And then the ad free tier. And it's like, I could see YouTube doing like, yeah, you can pay. Four ninety nine a month, and you'll have, you'll have ads every hour or whatever. Yeah, um, I can handle that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it, they're like I said, TV's dead, and all, like Amazon bought the rights to Monday Night Football. So, yeah, it's it's all going to go to those you know Google, Amazon, so on and so forth. Apple was in the negotiations; they wanted a piece of it, and they didn't want to spend the amount of money they uh, Google did. But guaranteed, Apple eventually gets into the mix, like. You know, so. Yeah, it's interesting. As street, it, I even look at things like Insta, uh, like YouTube. Like when that we do live streams and stuff like that. Like yeah. when you get into some of those like higher tiers where you're like getting like money for your channel. Like yeah, they have crazy stuff. Like uh, like Kevin had uh, so toying around has like uh, emojis. You can have like special emojis for channel members, which I'm like. Yeah. And there's like, and it's like all the inside jokes from the chat. So it's like, there's right. so many fucking good ones, right? Yeah. And I just see stuff I mean, like that. That's what Twitch like, has too. You can like gift memberships. So like somebody who's like in the chat can like gift X amount of memberships out to random people who are there who aren't members to kind right. of like get the experience for like a little bit. Like it's just like, yeah. I love shit yeah. like that. And they have like raids where you can like, send like if you're in a live stream doing a live stream and you're closing down and your friends doing one next or like on right now you could just like yeah. have this option to like send everybody there yeah I'm, that, it's that's all so taken cool. from twitch like twitch had all this stuff that's so cool and then when youtube yeah. really wanted to get into gaming that they they started that's doing all this stuff yeah but yeah it's it's great like I, I i would love to get to those type of tiers where like yeah you can recommend people to go to other channels. You can, you know, send so people to cool. other channels. You have all your, you know, regular, uh, you know, chat people, like, uh, you know, get all the inside jokes and can use uh, the emoticons as, you know, part of the joke and type thing. Like, I love that stuff. Yeah, me too. Me too. Which, yeah, it's fun. Speaking of which. Uh, yeah. Is that next week? No. 
following week. So next week will be our last episode on Instagram. And then we are moving full time to YouTube. Uh, the good mics. Yeah, good we're going to use mics. Uh, I got a new lighting. So that's probably why I'm brighter right that now. Because so I'm trying out my new light. It looks like it's like uh, outside inside. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I feel like I'm looking into the sun. Yeah, you got a ring light. Yeah, well, I had, had a ring light, but it was just a small one. And this one's way bigger. So um, you got an 18 inch, didn't you? It's it's huge. It's massive. Yeah. Um, so I have two now, so it should it should work. But yeah, uh, it's definitely a lot significantly brighter. Yeah. Nice. So well, for sure. Not next week. Next week our episode will just be I don't know whatever. Yeah. We'll shoot the shit and fucking talk sure. about our time on Instagram and yeah. our last episode on Instagram, and uh, then we're gonna move to YouTube the following week. But the problem is, is the last of us show isn't on till Sunday nights. So oh. I don't think we can start talking about the last of us next week. We're probably gonna have to wait till the following week. Uh, uh, hmm. Okay, we'll have to figure something out. Because anybody, I don't know. know like, we're open to it. Yeah. Well, it's on. I don't know what time it's on on HBO, but I figure by the time we can get it streaming and like, unless we're gonna watch it live, which I highly doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have to do it the following week. So yeah, we'll be like. Southtown like six minutes behind. Southtown Pain Up says, What up, bros? Happy 2023 to y'all. Thanks, man. Happy New Year. Happy 2023 to you, too. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out, man. We'll find, maybe the first week we'll just do something like more chill and whatever. Yeah, I, I, think, I think maybe we could just do like looking in, looking into the year of like all the comic book movies and shows and yeah, just go over yeah. everything and what we're excited for. For and go mm-hmm. go that way, and then the following week we'll do Last of Us, and then that will land lead us into Ant Man sometime in February. So cool, yeah, that sounds good to me. I like that. Okay, that works. Uh, well, there you um, have it. There you have, there you have it. it. So next week's the last week on Instagram. Yes. So go over to YouTube.com/slash at Moose Milk Media. Follow, at subscribe, Media, because because that's where we will be, and I am going to attempt to try to get us on Twitch as well. That's good. Idea, um, yeah, you can co-stream both, so it would be on at the same time live. Um, I haven't tried it, and I don't know how like demanding that is on the internet or whatever. So I want to try it first before we actually do yeah, it. Yeah. But I think, I think that's um, a good idea. Yeah. So if you prefer to watch Twitch, we can do that way. And then I also want to start <clears> doing <throat> game streams regularly on I Twitch. I got a but, good idea. Also, um, it's just hard. Working full time midnights, it makes my time very limited. But and it makes that's it my New, Year, re- New Year's resolution. Weird, right? What's that? It makes your schedule kind of weird too. Yeah, well, it's, it's there's no good time, right, to stream. Yeah. Like when I get home at six in the morning, <laughs> who's gonna watch? A, yeah, who's gonna watch like the stream? Totally. And then you know, by the time I get up and like get dinner ready and stuff like that, I only have a few hours before I have to leave for work. So it's it's a challenge. But yeah, I'm just gonna stop sleeping. I think. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, glass. Anything else? That you onion. We should get into glass onion. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Um, so for people that don't know, Glass Onion's on Netflix. It's a sequel to Knives Out. It is. Um, so if you haven't seen Glass Onion yet, we're going to spoil it. So that's your warning. Oh, I see it. It's pretty good. It's very good. Um. <laughs> I liked it more than Knives Out, so yeah, I kind of did too. But I, I need to, I need to like rewatch Knives Out, I think, because uh, I would like yeah. 
to rewatch it. I should. I wanted to. I just didn't have time. Yeah. But I wanted to. I say, maybe this week <clears throat> I'll rewatch it. But I, uh, I love Knives Out. Like, I thought it was a really, really good movie. But I, yeah. I, I thought this was funnier. I liked. I, I don't know. I liked it a lot I more. So characters a lot. I thought the actors in it were really good, and I thought all yeah. the characters were pretty interesting. And I like how the story kept tying together. And yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so it's Netflix. It was just if you have a Netflix membership, go watch it. Yeah, I agree. Definitely watch it, or let us spoil it for you and then go watch it. Yeah. So the only returning, the only returning person is is fucking uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yes. And um, I like that kind of premise. Like I like kind of when shows do that Thank shit. It's like kind of talking about White Lotus that same way of how it's like standalone seasons, and I like. That knives out and glass onion are basically standalone. Like you don't really need to see one to enjoy the other at all. No, it's just knowing he was in the previous one really doesn't add that much to it. No, like he's the same character. Uh, he plays like a detective, basically. That he's like the world's greatest detective, basically Sherlock Holmes type shit. But not having seen the first one isn't going to make you go, "Oh, I don't know what's going on in this movie at all." Like it's yeah. completely standalone. So yeah, I like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I thought the there was like kind of like like a few different points where like everything kind of turns a little bit and like kind of yeah. like shakes up the plot and the story. And I thought that was really fun. And uh, and yeah, I was surprised at the end. So I, I also it, love that too. I, I find it so funny too that it's directed by Ryan Johnson, who did the first one and like did episode eight of Star Wars. And I hate episode eight of star wars also hate it and i love his other movies like <laughs> it's just such a weird generally like when i really like a director like most of it like mostly their entire movie catalog i'm like oh i love his stuff like i love tarantino i love almost every tarantino movie like yeah. and to him it's like a, he did a movie that i absolutely despise but i love fucking knives out and glass on yeah are those the only two movies that he's like, uh, he really or? did uh, Looper, I think. Too. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Looper, um, I think, was his first big movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, uh, mean, he did, I, I, I he did a few other ones. I, I remember liking uh, Knives Out a lot when I saw it. I remember those kind of movies generally aren't really like something that catch me though. I think I can't remember why. I think maybe you were the reason why I saw Knives Out. I think. You kind of like came like pretty highly recommended by you i think I, yeah. never, I didn't see it when it first came out i saw it when i went to streaming yeah so i was like kind of late to the game with it but i did like i i did really like it but yeah I'm, i should probably try to watch watch it again this week sometime and see because like honestly like i remember it i remember liking it but like that's almost that's almost it like that's pretty close to it for me yeah i mean uh, i remember it that well it's very like totally different like Knives Out is very um I don't know I feel like it's a lot more serious at times than this movie like this movie this looked, was like maybe last a lot yeah, yeah this one had some fun stuff in it um I, I like Dave B- Batista's character I was just gonna say that Dave Batista like fucking knocks it out of the park in this movie yeah, I think he's he was great. great yeah so good so good he needs and to I be love... in more things like I, I think he's a great actor I do too yeah I wish they would give him more roles, like less like Drax, like though, right? Like I even found this one yes. was a little Draxy, and it's like not that he doesn't play it well; he plays it fantastic. So it's 
Like that's fine. He's good at that. I don't even know what you'd call it, but that like like oblivious goon, like yeah, like he's not he's not smart, but he he's like witty. I don't know. It's 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 good. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has like Drax undertones in yeah, it. But uh, I thought he was great in it, and I loved Ed Norton in it too. Like I thought Ed Norton was great, but yeah, man, I got. I love Ed Norton. He looks he looks pretty old. Yeah, he he does. Well, I mean, he probably is. I think he's probably in his fifties. No, yeah, he's in his fifties. Yeah, but he just looks older than I expected him to look. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, in the last movie. Old, but I just mean like he's yeah 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 yeah. I just can't see how everybody else seems to age in Hollywood. It's like it's pretty shocked. But I don't think I've really seen him do much since. That's what I mean. Hulk. That's what I mean. Yeah. And Hulk's like twelve years ago. Yep. Uh, what else? Is, uh, I want to I want to look real quick, but like yeah. So I mean, since the last time I've really like seen him do anything was like. A while ago, so that's probably why he's like looks aged. Yeah, you know, it makes sense being out of the public eye. Yeah, exactly. But um, I liked Hulk. Like I, 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 I don't know. I think Hulk's such an unfairly criticized movie. Yeah, or, yeah. So I don't love it, but I don't mind it. Um, did you hear that? There's a rumor that they're trying to get Edward Norton to come back and play Bruce Banner for in Secret Wars. Did you see that? That'd be awesome. I didn't see that, but. I think they should bring back everybody in every like all the and the Marvel stuff that was like any time before the MCU really kicked off. I think bring back Nick Cage's Ghost Rider. Who cares? Like it's funny. Yeah, yeah. that would be pretty funny. I mean that that would be the time to do it before they get rid of the multiverse stuff. So. Yeah, totally. Like it doesn't have to be a big role. Yeah, It'd just be funny for the for the cameo. Just, yeah, cameo. Um. um Getting back to Knives Out, sorry. I like the uh, twist again. This is kind of like a big spoiler. This is like one of the twists, like kind of one of the midpoint things with, uh, what's the girl's name? The that, uh, the one who's got the twin. The twin is what yeah. I'm talking about. Like that yeah, twist yeah, where she's not actually who she is, but she's a twin. She's the twin right. of her and that person like playing that, her sister. Like Andy. Andy. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love that. That twist when that happened, I was like, I was so confused because I was like, what? Like, yeah, why is she talking like that? Like, it kind of flashes back to like, uh, um, fuck, detective's name. I can't remember his name. Uh, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. Yeah, and uh, him talking to her, and she got a different voice or whatever, and I'm like, what the what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and then we find out that. It's actually her twin sister, and her twin sister died, or whatever, and she's got to go and figure out what happened. And yeah, and it like changes it, the whole changes the whole. It just like like the whole story, just like all right, new story now. <laughs> but it has like two or three of those moments where it cool, yeah. it turns it on its head. Like that's why I like it when so they much. first yeah when they first get to the islands and um. Ed Norton's character is setting up like the murder mystery. I thought that was going to be like the plot of the movie. I was like, oh, so they're all going to the island for like a fake murder mystery party. And that's going to be like, like his character is going to have to try to solve this like fake murder mystery. And then I thought, I thought like the twist was going to be somebody actually gets murdered during the murder mystery yeah. or something like that. And like that would turn it on its head. But no, like the movie completely pivots and it's like, oh, whoa. Um, 
the characters you think are who they are are not who they are and like um when they get to that island and um they're like talking or whatever and you see like his like burnt out slacker friend kind of walk through the frame <laughs> and like I, I think it was like daryl or something like that and i thought like i thought that he was going to be like a big part of the movie i was like oh it's this dude as soon as i seen him i'm like it's this dude he's going to be the murderer nobody's going to suspect suspect him because he just like walks through the frame and like he's just like this burnout and i'm like it's this dude and then like he's never a part of the movie again really yeah well he, he just keeps walking in that's the yeah. thing that was funny about them is he's clearly like a stoner and he just walks in and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah yeah it's like if you bought a private island and i just lived there as like a stoner friend you know or if i just live there sure Sure. I mean, you smoke more than I do, sure, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was really funny, too. Like, I like that guy and just kind of being there and like, what the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, there was a few times, but again, like, it's crazy because you start formulating in your head, like, what's happening and you start putting together your thoughts. Totally. And then the shift happens and, like, it's like a big shakeup and it's like a totally different story and you're just like, Oh, all right. So I guess we're gonna yeah. You are starting over. Start again. playing detective, and you're you're not even solving the right case. Like you're you're somewhere else. And um, yeah, I like that. It, it, it it's like a Shyamalan movie, right? Like it, it, it's a twist after twist after twist to keep you on your toes. Yeah, but yeah, I think where Shyamalan movies fail is like once you know the twist, it kind of ruins the movie. But yeah. I feel like this is totally rewatchable. Oh yeah, I. Think this is, I could see myself watching this again. Like I said, now I, I really want to watch Knives Out again. So yeah, that'll probably trigger a rewatch this week sometime, probably. So, um, I also liked that the fake murder mystery party that Ed Norton had came up with was so easily figured out by Daniel Craig. Like <laughs> instantly, he's like, "Okay, well, I know what happened." Yeah, yeah, that part was funny too. It's funny because as you started seeing it happen, you can see Edward Norton's face change, and it's just like, oh my god, he actually is guessing this. Yeah, but even at even at that point, it was like, here's your first shift. It's just like yeah. what you thought was happening is not actually happening. No, and like the premise of using like COVID as a reason that they're all on this like rich island is brilliant. I love that. I always. I'm surprised that not movie, no, not more movies have used COVID as like a plot device. Yeah, you know, totally. it's, it, it worked especially well here. Big yeah. Troy's toys and collectibles as Glass Onion was nice. Yeah, I, we both really liked it a lot. It was fucking good. And I love the look, look of the island too. Like it was beautiful. Yeah. Like yeah, the, the the actual like house with like a glass onion or whatever on. Like it, it looked really cool. I was like, this is awesome. Like. There was um, lots of cool parts. I like the part where they were smashing all the glass on the table. That was like, totally. I was like, man, I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I um, I like too that like Dave Bautista is like a men's rights activist on on YouTube and Twitch. Like, it's it's just turning it completely on its head of what it would actually, you know. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I love it. A men's rights activist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me starting a channel about like white men's rights and you know like it's just fucking it's funny it, it's funny oh, yeah, i love it it's pretty funny man that's fucking good so yeah all in all i think it was really fucking good i liked it a lot i agree it definitely has uh you could rewatch it again and it might even be more fun to like try to catch things it's one of those yeah. movies that like 
it would be cool knowing how it ends, like going back and watching through it and seeing what you missed the first time. You know, totally. totally. And like things that you catch that you didn't notice that you were like, oh, okay, cool. But like the entire cast is great. Like Janelle Monet is great as the twins. Janelle Monet, that's who I was trying to, I was trying to remember who it was. Um, Kate Hudson's great. Kate Hudson like Jessica awesome. Henwick's in it. She's great. Yep. Um, fucking uh, uh, Catherine like, Hahn. Catherine Hahn. I was gonna say Agatha. Yeah, she's great. Like I, 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 I don't know the whole cast. I love. Like I really hope that. I mean, he's already talking about doing the third one, and like I hope they keep coming. Like, like I, just a new case, a new cast. Keep like changing, um, like locations. And everything yeah. like that, like yeah, I, I think it's connected. No, at, at all. Just keep I having Daniel this, Craig in it. This, even if you didn't, though, like again, no. Daniel Craig being in this and being in the first one, it made no difference, really. No, but, just but I like the idea. The world's greatest detective, and that would have been good enough. Like, I like the idea of keeping it like changed in a way where like it'd be totally interesting to have, like the third one. Daniel Craig's the one that's murdered at the beginning of the movie or something like that. Oh, and then they're trying to solve cool. that murder, like turning that, that really on his head cool. in that way. Or like, I don't know, like you can, you can keep or doing him, it in that way where he's for him being the murderer. And like, right. Yeah. It's one of always said about hide it in sight because he can outsmart everybody. Totally. It's what I've always said about scream is like, they would, I think they would have been so smart in like scream three or scream four of really changing that movie on its head and going like, Oh, the murderer or the killer survives. Ghostface survives, or Ghostface is one of the people you thought were a hero, and you know it's Sydney, it's it's uh, you know whatever Courtney Cox, like whoever. Like it would have been so much more interesting of like all these murders are just driving somebody crazy, yeah. and then they become the murderer, and like seeing Daniel Craig be like, I've seen so much crime and murder, like finally he just breaks, you know, and he's the murderer, like that. That'd be great. That would be cool. That would be really yeah. cool. But yeah. um. Maybe we'll see because he is supposed to do a third one, right? He signed a two-picture deal, I think, with Netflix. So I think the third one's direct to Netflix as well. Unfortunately, that whole thing with Netflix really hurt the, hit their box office, eh? Because they were in theaters for a week or two weeks. Yeah, the, I, I think. But I think he, he, like Netflix, paid for the movie, right? Yeah, so did. I don't think like. But still, what a missed opportunity! Like, yeah. To like, me, it should have been. That would have been in the theater for over Christmas. That would have made money. Especially, oh, for especially, sure. Especially when the word of mouth started getting out about it. Well, well, that and like, there's nothing out. Yeah. Like Avatar's out. That's why Avatar is still making money is because there's literally nothing else to see. Good point. Yeah, usually like, this time of year is code. Like, there's lo- there's well, lots of options. Christmas Day is usually like a big blockbuster yeah. or like some big movie, and like January is usually like the dumping grounds of like. Oh, we know this movie's gonna bomb. We're just getting it out of the way in January. Yeah. Um, and like this year, there's just nothing. Yeah. Like the first big movie. Well, even if you look at the, even if you look at the output from last year and the years, the couple of years prior to what was there before. Yeah. Like there's, you know, we're we're getting a fraction of what we were getting. Oh, before, totally. Right. But, Especially because now the the reality of losing out in a cinema is far more likely than the success totally. right like yeah i mean i think if you're not like these two three hundred million dollar movies i think it's really hard for you to make so money I, like i think yeah. the age of like a 10 million dollar comedy coming out or like 
a small horror film coming out. Like it just doesn't happen anymore. These movies go directly to streaming services and like that's where they live now. And I think I think it is a mistake that Glass Onion didn't have like a theatrical run. I think if it was out for a month and then hit Netflix, yeah. I think it would would have made probably a hundred million dollars just in its theater run and then so, boom, you get you get your numbers on Netflix anyway. But Glass Onion did pretty well. Or Knives Out did so. pretty well in, the, in Yeah, the, I think I think it pretty I think it did pretty good. Uh, yeah, so Netflix bought the two movies for almost $500 million. So there is no way that this movie costs $250 million. No. Its budget was $40 million. So yeah. right off the bat, it made like almost $200 million just from Netflix buying it. That's crazy. And it made fifteen million dollars in its box office run. So in that week, it made fifteen million. So it's just it's just bonus. Yeah. They probably don't even care. That's crazy. Yeah. But I see, like Netflix has to do this to keep user yeah, base, right? Like, and there's a world where, like, I don't know what the right release schedule is. Like, if it's day and date theaters and Netflix, does anybody go to the theaters to see the movie? Mm. I don't know. And then, and like vice versa, are you mad that you paid $20 to go to the theaters when it's free on Netflix in a month? Right. Like, I don't know what the right way to release things is now. Like for me, I prefer to just watch it at home at this point. Like, I think for me, the theater experience is kind of dead where I'm sick of sitting beside annoying people. Yep. It's way overpriced. And, and, it's annoying for me to have to like get a group of people together to go see like a three hour film. Like it's just a big to do. Instead, I'd rather be like, Oh, it's my day off. I'm going to watch at glass on the at 2 AM at my house comfortable. Yep. And no pants on petting your dog. Exactly. And, and like, I can pause the movie and go pee. Like yeah. I don't you want to, do, but like that was my problem with avatar. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, three hour movie stuff. I had to get up and pee and like yeah. I didn't but like that's the thing and like if Avatar, if Avatar 3 comes out and it's fucking five hours like I'm not doing it yeah I would just you know? piss on the so, board yeah well at that point yeah I will uh, <laughs> they should understand a five hour movie that's on them well I just I don't know. I don't know what the right way to release movies anymore to make them make money. Like, I, I, I think we're in a weird time right now. That's why, right? I it's think they haven't figured it out yet. It's it's weird because we were talking about like food, like dinner and stuff, right? And, like, yeah. like Kate's parents just went to Windsor to visit for a week, and they came back and they're like, "Yeah, we noticed the thing we noticed the most about prices difference between Windsor and Vancouver is like restaurants." She's like, "We were so surprised at how cheap." restaurants were are in Ontario versus BC. So like our really? restaurants are like crazy expensive. But like it, oh like the thing is is like it's kind of becoming one of those things where like dining out isn't like a thing that you do like weekly anymore. It's right. like a special occasion sure kind of thing, right? But do restaurants survive on that? Well the restaurants here are always busy, but that's what that's what I mean is too, right? Like where they're at and sure. Not, but like that's that's what I mean about theaters, right? Yeah. Do theaters survive if 
there's only 12 big budget movies a year. No, I and don't think so. Either do I. And that's what I mean. Is like, do restaurants survive if everybody has that mentality of like, oh, we're only going out for like birthdays, anniversaries, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so you go to a restaurant six times a year instead of once a week. Yeah. I don't know. If everybody has that mentality, maybe, but I don't. I don't go to restaurants at all anymore. Like fuck that. I find I find Ontario restaurants super expensive. Obviously, it's cheaper than Vancouver. But like, yeah, I wouldn't go to restaurants at all if I lived where you live. So I don't know. Tonight we got Chinese food. I mean, we got a decent amount. We got like two chicken things and chow mein and wonton soup and I think that was it. And it was like seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. Pretty expensive. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. I, I, I think like, uh, there's a sh- new show on Netflix called, I think it's called Kaleidoscope. Okay. Um, I haven't watched it yet. My friend Brian was texting me about it. Um, I think it's like eight or nine episodes, but you can watch them in any order. Like oh, that's I the whole point of the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you get a different, um, the stories unfold differently depending on how you watch it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so there's like apparently like hundreds of different orientations of the show where you can the story's going to unravel differently depending on what order you decide to watch it in um and i think cool things like that is how you differentiate the theater experience versus the home you know like doing weird shit interactive shit i know netflix has tried a few like interactive shows and it hasn't really worked out but i think that that's where you kind of can do something new and different if you have the right creative people behind it yeah um I don't know. Well, like, imagine I, something. I think, imagine something like Knives Out with an inter- interactive, right? Or Glass Onion with an interactive component to it, right? Like you almost make it a video game at the same time, but like it doesn't require a skill set of like, oh, you need to understand how to use you this just, controller. You just have to make decisions, basically. You make decisions. You can watch it in a group, and the movie will unravel differently depending on the decisions you make. Yeah, it has replay value because. You can make different decisions the next time. Yeah. Um, I think if it's handled well, it might work. But like gimmicks like 3D and stuff clearly haven't worked out. So I don't know. Is it just a gimmick? Maybe. But I the think thing is, is that's how you can. People who don't want to, that who watch TV and just want to watch TV and don't want to play. But I think you give that option as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think you set it up. So it's like you can watch Glass Onion. And it's it's a movie, and you can sit there and watch it. Or we have like an interactive glass onion where at certain points during the movie they're going to throw an option up, and you choose one one direction, and the movie kind of unravels it differently. And does that you know does that work? I don't know. Does it make it a good movie still? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. like, I don't know. You have to differentiate yourself and make people want to watch these things. Yeah. And like even with football, like on going to YouTube, like we were talking about, is like. What can YouTube do differently than network television didn't for the last 30 years of watching football? Like, is there some way they can make it a different experience? And my thing forever was like, if they incorporated VR into sports where they set up a camera like midfield and you put on your VR helmet and it's like you got front row seats and you're watching the game through your VR helmet, like you can turn your head and the camera moves with you and everything like that. I think that's like, Something where I would pay money to stay home and watch a football game. Very immersive. That'd be cool. Or like concerts, right? Like concerts get super expensive. But how 
awesome would it be if like, hey, the Blink-182 tour is sold out, but you can sit in on the live performance front row yeah, through VR. Amazing. And like, I, I think that more things have to incorporate that. VR hasn't like penetrated the market that well, but it's going to more and more. I mean, it's expensive, but I think for certain people, that would make it more worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the option to do concerts virtually and they were like actually well done, like, man, I'd probably buy one if they were, if, if it was good and the experience was actually good and like enjoyable. Yeah. There's a lot of bands that I would love to see, like, again, that like I don't necessarily need to have an experience in like a concert setting. Like, I could yeah. just, you know, I just want to see them play songs again, right? Like, there's, there's totally, and, I would want to see live. I'm sure, but and as long as you don't make it cost like too much money, like if it was like twenty bucks a ticket or something like that, then I think I would do that a lot. Yeah. Or, um, you know, UFC fights, like get yeah. close, right close up, watch the fight. Like, it, it'd be a really cool way to experience, or like even museums and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll never get to go to yeah. Italy to see this museum or whatever, but I can do it from home and have that, kind of, right? And I don't know, like, like to me, that's that's where VR has to go is like educational, but also like interactive with sports and stuff like that. But that's how you make these movies kind of new again, too. Yeah. yeah. Is you could have some kind of incorporated VR thing in them where it makes it as you're kind of part of the movie, you know? You could do a home alone version and you can play the robbers and there could be someone that burns your head with a blowtorch and makes you slip on Hot Wheels. <laughs> I mean, this sounds dangerous, but I'm in. I'm also in. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's where my mind goes. Is like that's how you make something kind of interesting and new again. But yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting we'll, to see where we go. I mean, like that's the thing. Is like if the theater does indeed die, then like it's different now, right? I mean, these people all make millions and millions and millions of dollars, so they have to come to the reality that that's probably not going to happen anymore or do the studios find new ways to bring in all this money so that way they can still continue to pay their movie stars you know yeah. 400 million billion dollars per episode and <laughs> but, but it's the same you know, as music is the same as all these things right it's like but the thing is, is, music is like music has like the thing is is like i agree with you with the like even even a band that doesn't tour yeah. like to do a VR thing where you it they play a live show, but it's not to a crowd. It's just like them in like a studio somewhere, and they sell tickets for people to sit in and watch it on like something like that. Like, man, I did. I mean, it wasn't VR, but like I paid for live streams for Starting Line in twenty twenty one, or and like I fucking loved it. Man. And, and man, I got my money's worth on it. Like, I literally rewatched all of them like four or five times in the three months I had access to it. Like. I just would put it on in the background and listen to it, and it was like it's fucking sick. Yeah, like there's a lot I of think, I do that for. I think live music, like kind of, you need an audience. I think that's part of the enjoyment of it. So, like, I think you have to have like a live audience at the show as well. But like, I think if you didn't want to do like a massive tour of like, oh, we're hitting seventy five cities in the span of six months or whatever the fuck it is. And instead, you're doing like ten major cities, but you're having this like VR component where you can have people jump in 
city to city or whatever, it saves you money on touring and it gives you a limitless amount of people that can sit in on the on the show where oh the the venue might only sit three thousand people, but you could have twenty five thousand people paying tickets to yeah, watch yeah. it online or whatever. Like I think it could change that. And I wish like bands and, and movies did more like interactive type things where like to watch a band like how do they get this song from a to b like from start when they start writing it to like the actual album version you're hearing is like i would love like behind the scenes access of like watching those kind of documentaries and stuff like that and i'm surprised more bands haven't done that like yeah. seeing that beatles thing last year yeah, or the year before whatever in watching like musicians you respect and, and appreciate their music and how they got certain hit songs together. Like I think that's interesting, at least for me. Yep. So me too. that was one of the I things know. I found most interesting was like watching the birth of like some yeah. of these like classic songs, and you just like you know you you hear it. It's like they stumble upon it, and you're just like, whoa! He just like came up. I can't remember which song. Uh, I think it was Get Back. I yeah. think in that one where it's like uh, uh, McCarthy is like like figuring it out basically right. and then he, he kind of gets it and it's like oh my god that fucking gives me goosebumps like yeah McCarthy, so cool fucking brilliant and like and that's what i mean is like imagine like paramore did that for their new yeah, album was like sick. you you gotta kind of like hang out with paramore and watch like their process well, and like it doesn't have to be every track on the album but like self-titled right but like i felt like we got that more in the 90s and yes, early I 2000s as like bonus things on cds or like whatever yeah. but like now that's gone you don't get any of that through spotify or anything like that so like to me that's where you make your money back and like movies could do that too it's like okay what was the thought process on getting from knives out to glass onion and like um you know what are some of the behind the scenes like stuff and like extra footage or like um even like for Avatar, like I would love, I would watch a documentary of James Cameron saying like, this is why yeah, this movie took so long yeah. is because I had to figure out how to shoot underwater. And like, this is the process we went into of like the tech and understanding like the actor side of it, of like, how do they act and get their thoughts and emotions across in, in this situation? And like how 3D incorporates that. Like, I think that stuff's really interesting and you don't get that anymore because we don't buy Blu-rays or DVDs. There's no bonus yeah. features like, yeah. you know, I don't, know. I don't. I don't feel like I think there is an audience for that, but it's like I'm not that person. Like I, I thought I would be even with like the Marvel stuff, right? Because it's like they do those Marvel Legends right. things on Disney Plus that kind of talk about what to kind of expect about the character and blah blah blah. And then they'll sometimes do the making of it at the end, and I just like I don't know. They don't really appeal to me that much. But I find the Marvel ones though are very much like the history of the character more rather than like yeah, this is how we got like, this yes. and like, like even things like the mandalorian at the end when they did the behind the scenes thing or whatever like right i mean i watched it but it was just like whatever like i wouldn't watch it again i feel like there's a way to do it that makes it interesting and then there's a way to do it that makes it feel like it's advertising to you yeah and i feel like you, there maybe needs to be like a connection to it for me to want to watch more yeah well, for sure. I I think I think like, you have to have an interest in it. Like, if it was something on, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like cars. It was like the behind the scenes manufacturing of of this classic car. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about cars. Like that doesn't interest me. But like 
seeing a Marvel movie from A to B, it's at like the adaption process from like, oh, it's this hit storyline from this comic book. And we knew that we had to change, you know, scene A, B, and C because it doesn't work in modern times or right. it hasn't aged well or, you know, because we've already done this in this movie that this wouldn't make sense anymore. But we wanted to take this idea and this idea and how do we incorporate that in? And then seeing the process of like, okay, now we got that. How do we get that on screen? How do we do some of these special effects? Like stuff like that. Like I, I'm interested in that type of thing, but you got that on DVD menus and you got that on Blu-ray menus back in, you know, nineties and 2000. You don't get that anymore. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I think that's where you could kind of differentiate Netflix from theater is like, give me these bonus features. Give me like, yeah, cast interviews or whatever, but don't make it feel like you're a commercial for the movie. Like I want it like something that would actually interest a fan of that thing. You know, have you watched, I feel like I've asked you this before. I probably have. Have you watched the movies that made us or make us? Yeah, I've watched us? a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty cool. I like them. I like some of those. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But again, see, that's that's from the fan perspective. Yes, that's true. And that's why I like it is because it's a it's a fan of that thing explaining and having the knowledge of how that thing was made. Yeah. Rather than the director or the the network or whatever saying we want you to see this movie. Here's a yeah. scene, and it's like. It's basically just another trailer for the movie, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like it. I'm like, oh, you're just advertising to me. I don't want to see this. That's why I like the the toys that made us too. Yeah. That they also do the same thing. It's like it's pretty cool because it's all these people who just are huge nerds about all these different properties talking about everything about them. It's pretty cool. totally, totally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, we've gone off on a tangent completely, but I, I just yeah. Um, if that's the future of movies, like that, that's the way you keep, I think, people interested. And, and yeah, I don't know. Does it make money? Does Does yeah. anybody care? I don't who know. Knows? Maybe I just care. Who I don't knows? know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, the thing, like I said, I definitely think there is a market for for that for some people, but I think there's a lot of people who also just don't care. So, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're seeing that there might be a lot to invest in something because, like, thing is to shoot a behind the scenes, you have to be shooting as yeah. it's being made and it's like how much do you invest in something that like say it comes out and it's a total fucking flop then it's like are you still sure. continuing to invest to make the documentary of flop city part two or like you know what i mean like i, I see that movie um, flop city no but I, like i think of it like the beatles footage they held on to for forever 60 fucking years yeah. and it's like Think of like a movie, like a, a big fucking like Jurassic Park or whatever that was like early 90s. And then they, they never showed you any footage. And all of a sudden, you know, 2050, they're like, hey, this is how this movie was made in 1990. Like, I think future generations would dig that kind of aspect of like this ancient fucking, you know, super old thing, like how it got made. And if you don't shoot it, then you can never have it. Like you can't go, you can't wind back the clock, you know. So if I don't know. You're right. Like, if it's a big flop, then what the, the footage is useless. But I, but it's already I, I think you know. Anyway, so yeah. I don't know. yeah, I think you kind of know what you have at certain aspects. So, like, I I think people know generally if this movie is going to be worth seeing or not. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, yeah I, I I uh I don't know. I'm a nerd. I I, I watch that shit. I'm also a nerd, so I get you. Yeah. 
I understand, dog. No. I understand. Time's up. And Glass Onion. Very good. Great. I recommend them. I highly recommend Glass Onion and Knives Out. They're both fucking dynamite. So if you're looking for a new movie, I go over and watch that. Um, Get your ass over there and watch it. Exactly. That's it. That's all, all I got for this week. All I got. Uh, um, next week, final episode on Instagram. So join us as we say goodbye to Instagram and let it burn. Yeah. We're going to piss on our cameras. I already have. And then then, uh, the following week, we'll be on YouTube and we'll see how that goes. It might be a dumpster fire, but it will be fun. To celebrate our move to YouTube, we're going to piss on our cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Back to back back weeks. Just pissing all over the place. So follow us. I'm doing something fun on Whip Wednesday this week. I was having a discussion with a customer. Well, he's a friend, but he's. Yeah. Commissioned me to do something for him. And he was trying to ask me like the process. And I was like, I've never really gone through like my process of like taking a commission, how I charge, how I do this. And so this week's episode is gonna come with like a theme. I'm gonna actually like go over the process, you know, what I look for in commissions. Because last week I took on three new commissions for next year. So or this year, I guess. So so yeah, yeah so I'm gonna that sounds probably go, super interesting. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of go over the, how it starts, where I place it on my to-do list, and gather all my pieces, and, and yeah, so I'm excited. That it sounds awesome. Be, sounds like it might be, I don't know, could go, I guess it depends how prepared I am, so. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited because like a lot of it just comes natural to me, so I just do it, so maybe. Uh, yeah, but I think. I think that's interesting. Like, this is what I mean is the behind the scenes type footage, right? Like, well, that's what he it came to it because I was, I was telling him, he's like, it's so interesting the way you kind of think about this. And I'm just like, hmm, maybe it, make a good it's like show. the average person doesn't have that experience. They don't know yeah. like the creation side of it or, or, or the choosing side of it or anything like that. So, like, to me, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm pretty excited. So, I'm going to be doing that on Wednesday. And I got yeah, so we'll follow uh, his YouTube channel. I have a ton of guests lined up for, well, probably late January and then February. So, pretty excited. Probably going to do like every every couple weeks. I'll have a guest. So. When I take my next vacation, I'll let you yeah. know, and I'll definitely come back for, for sure. That'll definitely be happening. I I wanted to say probably March. Cool. I wanted to wait till May, but I don't think I have five months in me without a vacation. Yeah. yeah. I understand that for sure. Um, I gotta figure out yeah. where to take mine still. Yeah, well, one of these days I might just read quit anyway. I'll be coming home one at some point this year. Well, I'd hope so, but yeah, I, I'd like to come out there and visit you too. I just don't know if we can ever find the, the time, the right timing. But well, we can discuss. So I yeah. have to start figuring that stuff out pretty quick here because I have to give my work. My vacation schedule at the end of January, so. And I'd still like to do Fan Expo in August, but I don't know if we can fit yeah, that maybe in. I'll, so. Maybe I'll try to aim to come home, like that then week or something. Maybe we'll try. To, yeah, maybe. It'll be late August. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, oh, we'll talk. But. Uh, yeah, so follow uh, at Customs by Matthew on YouTube. Go to his YouTube channel and subscribe because that sounds like an excellent Whip Wednesday episode. Thanks. Um, 
you can find me at Blue Smoke Media on Instagram and my YouTube channel as well is at Blue Smoke Media. We'll be there for the next few episodes, so definitely uh, subscribe now. Get, yeah. get it, get in there. Yeah, get, and on you can get the podcast on any podcast service you want. It's available everywhere. So if you enjoy this fun. dumpster fire, just go over <laughs> onto Spotify. <laughs> And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for swinging by, and we will see you next. What Saturday are we doing? Saturday next week. Saturday. Saturday. See you, buddy. Ooh. See you, man. Have a good night. You too.